Welcome to the You Got This podcast, featuring authors Donnie and Sandy. We invite you to settle in, open your hearts and minds, and be inspired to trust and present hope in the Lord. When you allow Him to lead the way, you got this. Hey guys, welcome back here to another awesome episode of You Got This. We are your host Sandy and Donnie from Your New Life Ministries, and we got an awesome episode, Season 3, Episode 9, Rise Up and Be Healed. The touch of love. And we're going to discuss some topics in this particular episode. One being, just come. What's holding you? Topic number two, you are not too far gone. God will prove that you're not too far gone. And we'll elaborate on that, what we mean by that. And finally, topic number three, he will heal, cleanse, and forgive you. It is promised. And we're going to talk about how that works out. So with the, and our song for this week is Trust by Jackie Velasquez. It's an awesome song. I can't wait for y'all to hear it. It's an older song, but still an awesome song. And so we're going to uh, go on with topic number one. Hey, welcome everyone. Welcome. And we're so glad uh, to be here uh, with you. And yes, I, I love to speak about the love of God. Um, just come. And just receive God's touch of love. And if you want to follow along in the Bible, get your Bibles out and turn to Matthew chapter 8. We're going to read just the first three verses. Just come, just receive. When Jesus came down from the mountainside, large crowds followed him. A man with leprosy came and knelt before him and said, Lord, if you're willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hands and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. Immediately, he was cleansed of his leprosy. You see, according to Jewish customs, uh, and in the book of Leviticus, chapter 13, you'll see that if someone had leprosy, they were supposed to stay outside the camp. And they were supposed to cover themselves, and they were supposed to, when they saw people, yell, unclean, unclean. And isn't that just like society that, you know, they just want to bring out all your faults? Hmm? What does the Bible say about that? Love covers a multitude of sins. You'll read that in the New Testament. Exactly. They didn't understand what that was. They thought the people that had that stuff back then was just unclean, full of uh, evilness. And you're supposed to hide from society. That's not the case, because uh, God sent Jesus down there to cleanse of us all that. And as soon as he done something, they were all over Jesus. As soon as he healed somebody out of the ordinary of what they believed was the right way to cleanse somebody, or the right way to save somebody, or the right way, or the right day to work, they shunned him. They completely shunned him, and this story proves that. Yes, and isn't it just like society who wants to point out our faults? They want to make us feel ashamed and unworthy, like we're not as good as everybody else. Oh, yes, we can't fit in that size six or that size three outfit. And yes, we may have freckles all over our face, or we have to wear glasses. And we're just unworthy. And who is setting these rules anyway? Because the last I remember, God says everyone is his child and everyone is his special chosen possession. Read that in First Peter, Peter 2, 9. That you are his special, his special, his chosen royal priesthood, his own special possession. 
It says in 1 John 4, 16, And so we know and rely on the love that God has for us, that God is loved. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. See, society wants to bring out your faults because if we can put somebody else down, our own securities will get hidden within that and it'll make us feel better about ourselves. Well, that just shows the insecurity of people who have to go around putting other people down. People, you are beautiful no matter what you look like because you are created by God Almighty. Well, it also shows you why do we care what other people think of us? God said we're supposed to be of the world, but not in the world. So who cares if they don't like the way we look, don't like the way we act, don't like the way we dress? Who the hell cares? We're supposed to please only one person. We should be trying to please society. We should tell society to kiss our ass and go with God what God tells us to do. Tell them to go screw themselves. Amen. And see, we're not supposed to be replicas of somebody else. You know, who died made them God. We have to be just like everybody else. Just be yourself. Be the child of God God created you to be. Everyone has their own separate fingerprints. That proves that there is a God. So that means you are a separate person from everybody else. Stop trying to be like everybody else. Just be yourself. Because God loves you just the way you are. And he says, just come. You see, the leper in the story, you know, must have been near enough to hear Jesus preach. Because he said when Jesus came down from the mountainside, he came and knelt before him. So he must have heard him preach. And in his presence now, without seeing him and hearing him audibly speak, you know, it must have been amazing to him. And just at the thought of Jesus and the thought of how much he loves us and what he has done for us makes my heart melt. Imagine being there and to hear him, you would know that this man is sent from above. No one comes from the Father unless he is drawn. The glory of God that is in our Lord could not help but draw this leper to, to Jesus. For that's why Jesus came. Luke 19.10 For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which is lost. So the leper, he is so desperate. He came to see Jesus and he came to get healing. And he says, he don't care. He says, if you're willing, will you make me clean? He didn't care what everybody thought of him. Are you going to care what society thinks about you? Oh my goodness, they may not like me if I go to church. They may not like me if I bow my head in this restaurant and pray. They might criticize me, but doesn't Jesus, doesn't the Lord provide for you in that job because that job can be taken away from you in a skinny minute? Doesn't he provide for you everywhere? So why is it just you're only, people think you're only supposed to pray, you know, and give God thanks for your food at home? Okay, why are we so scared to just be the child of God that we are? Show kindness and to show love, to bow our heads in worship. To give God the honor that is due him. Because don't you yell and scream at a football game how much more worthy is the son of God who came down from heaven to die for us on the cross. You are worthy and you are special. Stop, for, stop paying attention to what everybody else thinks. And just love the Lord who died on the cross for you, who gave himself for you, who endured such excruciating pain and ridicule. ridicule. 
In Matthew 10, verse 8, it says that he healed the sick, he raised the dead, he cleansed those who have leprosy, and he dries out demons. Freely you have received and freely give. You see, even the hairs on your head are numbered. What such a small thing, but you're so valuable that even the hairs on your head are numbered. So forget what everybody else thinks. Stop being so people friendly and politically correct. And just if you need that healing, come to the only one who can give you the healing that you need and that touch of love that you need. Forget that pain and ask Jesus to heal you. Ask him to forgive you. Ask him to heal your broken heart and remove all your bitterness and resentment. Ask him to help you forgive so you get rid of all that anger and bitterness, that heavy weight that comes from holding all that baggage because he is willing. He didn't care. He didn't care what people thought. He didn't care that he was so unclean. Society wants you to feel guilty and ashamed when they think you have something that's not to their level. Of, and who sets those standards anyway? Society wants to make you feel bad about yourself. Don't give in to that. Hold your head up high because you are a child of the king. You are royalty. And I just love it when people say, oh, how do you know God exists? Well, the fact that Jerusalem actually exists and actually mind, and that it's actually uh, there, Golgotha is there. The hill where Jesus was crucified was right there in plain view, and it still exists today. Matter of fact, I've, I've done a Google search on it. There's a guardrail protecting the place. If he didn't exist, why are they protecting the place with a guardrail and have guards there? If it didn't exist, why bother protecting it? There would be no reason to protect it if God didn't exist. Right or wrong, people. So what you got to lose is for asking God for forgiveness. I am far from perfect, perfect as myself. And everybody says, oh, Christians think they're so perfect. No, we're the probably most flawed people in existence. We just know we have to ask God for forgiveness, and we don't mind doing it on a daily basis because that's how often we're doing it is on a daily basis. Because nobody does nothing without causing some sort of sin because nobody is perfect. Nobody. I don't care who the hell you are. I'm far from perfect because I still get road rage on a daily basis. And my wife has to get off me by saying, Donnie, calm down. I ain't got time to calm down when these people drive stupid. So, lady, yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, where are you? What's holding you back from receiving the forgiveness and the healing and the love, the touch of love that God is holding his hands out for. He's just waiting on you. What is holding you back? You see, the enemy wants you to make you feel like you're not worthy, but God says you are. I invite you to put that verse up, 1 Peter 2, 9, that you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's own special possession. Put that up. And it, wherever you can see it, you can see it every day to remind you that just how valuable you are to him. So valuable that he died on the cross for you. And he also says in his word that he would leave the 99 to go after the one, that one, you, to do whatever you need to go out of his way to heal you and to touch you. You see, the leper did not doubt that Jesus could heal him. In his current state, he felt most unworthy. He doubted that Jesus would. Don't we feel like that sometimes that 
We know that he can, but we're so low down on ourselves that we don't think he'll do it for us because he asked if you are willing. And that shows that he thought so little of himself. But Jesus knows our hearts and he knows just what we need. And more than the healing of his physical state, that leper needed an emotional healing. Because imagine the toll it takes on you to have to go around yelling out your faults to everybody, unclean, and that's what that is. Yelling out your faults. Oh, I'm a murderer, I'm a thief. I'm an adulterer. I'm a liar and I'm a gossip. That's what society wants to pin on you, all these little signs. But the Lord takes them off and he says, you're covered in the blood of Jesus. He says, we are righteous through him. So God looks down on you when you're saved and he sees the blood of Jesus covering you and he sees you righteous. He sees you, his child. It says in John chapter 1, verse 12, to those who believe in his name, he's given them the right to become children of God. Think about that. You are a son or a daughter of the Most High God. You are his special possession. So you know what Jesus did? What did he do? He needed Jesus. He needed to be healed. He needed to feel human again. Because have you ever felt that way? Where people just made you feel so low that you didn't even feel human worth, worthy of living? Oh, the love of God. Jesus did what was against the rules. Jesus touched him. They weren't supposed to touch him. They weren't supposed to even go near him. And Jesus touched him. He made him feel human and he made him feel valued. Oh, to be touched by Jesus Christ. At that moment, he was healed inside and out. Jesus didn't care about being politically correct or what society thinks is the norm because society is not God. Oh, that's exactly right. He knew who his father in heaven was. They were one and the same, so he didn't care. He gave a rat behind about what they thought of him. And he was just here protecting his children who kept denying him on a daily basis but come run to him when he needed help. All of his disciples did that, especially when they were in the water. And he says, well, ye little faith, I can't take a nap. I have to wake up and uh, calm down the air because you guys couldn't do it. That's actually a summary of what sleeping on the boat and his disciples were freaking out over a rainstorm. He gets up, calms the water down, and every disciple was shocked and amazed at what God did. How much more does he have to do to prove who he was? He'd done everything. He fed 5,000 with a bread of blood, with the loaf of bread and the fish. He calmed down the storm. He departed the Red Sea. What more did he have to do to prove to people who he was? It was like nothing he ever did was good enough to prove to society who he was. When is enough enough? All right, we're going to play, take a quick break here and play a song called Trust. Jackie Blackson, hope you enjoyed the song, and we'll be right back right after this. I am a traveler at a fork in the road. Which way I'm headed, my heart only knows. And I believe you speak to me. Trust you When I read your words They leap off the page Tattooed on my soul The ink is my faith No fear, no doubt You drown it out And I trust you When my 
we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. All who have this hope in him purifies themselves just as he is pure. So what is holding you back? Because his mercy is overwhelming. Yes. And Lamentations 3, 22 through 24 says, Because of the loving devotion of the Lord, we are not consumed, for his mercies never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. And James 4, 6 through 8 says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts with double-minded. And finally, Matthew 14, 14 says, When, God, when Jesus lead, landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion and on them and healed their sick. He's, all he's there is to help us. He wants to help his children because he loves his children. And all he's waiting on is for you to ask. He's not going to beg you. He's not going to beg you at all. He says deep down inside, he knows who's going to come and who's going to say. So he's not going to beg you for anything. It's not his job to beg us. He wants us to come to him, and he desires us to come to him. But why would he waste his time on people that are going to constantly reject him? He's at the door. Are you going to let him in? So are you? And that brings us to our third point. It is promised. And God is a covenant God, and he keeps off his promises. Psalm 145, 13 says that he is faithful to all his promises and loving toward all he has made. It is promised that he will heal, he will forgive, and he will cleanse you. He will speak to you all through your life as you open the word of God, as you pray to him, and as you trust him in one trial after another, your faith is built. Because if we had everything, everything going just our way, what would we need faith for? So that's how we grow. Didn't you learn from your mistakes as a child growing up? And when you took a test and you got things wrong, didn't you learn what it was that you got wrong? Trials will teach us and correct us. God allows some of them. He allows them for your good. Satan is the one who wants to destroy you through them. But you can use that them as a stepping stone instead. So are you willing to ask him for forgiveness? Are you willing to come to him and praise him? It's not that hard to do. It's really not. All he's asking for you to come to him and he'll save you. You really want to die and go to hell? Because we're all going to die at some point. The choice is whether you want to go to heaven or you want to go to hell. Psalms 103, verses 1 through 5 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, all that is all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and do not forget all his kind deeds. He who forgives all your iniquities and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with loving devotion and compassion, who satisfies you with good things so that your youth is renewed like an eagle. So, like I said, people, the Bible is truth. It is our instruction manual of life. Every answer that you could possibly want is in that Bible. All your questions, they're right there. All you got to do is open the book and read it. You just got to find that chapter in which you did. It's a, there is a table of contents in the Bible. Every Bible has a table of contents. All you got to do is look. 
So, like I said, in closing, Jesus is our Savior. I don't know how much more plainer we can get. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And just throw caution to the wind and ask him to help. You know, there's two very powerful words that you can say. You don't have to be fancy in your prayers. Because Jesus already knows your heart. He knows what you're going through. He knows what you're going to ask. And those two words are, Lord, help. You don't have to be full of words. Just you. Just come to him. He just says, come. Just come. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Romans 10, 13. Are you ready to come? Are you ready to receive his healing? What's holding you back? Because it's society that's holding you back and not receiving his healing. It's Satan that wants to keep you from that. He didn't die for you, so why are you giving him to him? And it's not that hard. Just say, Lord, help. And he'll do the rest. When you draw near to him like that verse Donnie read, he will draw near to you as promised. So let us pray in closing. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for everyone listening, all our listeners all over the United States and all over the world. And I ask you to bless each and every one of them. I ask you to touch their heart and touch their soul. I ask you to whatever healing they need, that you touch them right now where they are. And Lord, in the name of Jesus, I declare that they're healed and made whole. And whatever financial need, God, I ask you to bless them abundantly. If they need comfort, I ask you to provide that. If they need a friend, I ask you to provide that. If they need a job, lead them to that right one. Inspire their minds to go this place or that place. And give them the words to say and the wisdoms to say in the interview so they just nail it. Lord, if it's transportation, I ask you to provide it. Because your, your arm is not too short and you're not poor. You have it. You own the earth and everything in it. As it says in Psalm 24. Heavenly Father, I ask you to touch them right where they are and provide their needs in Jesus' name. And now for those who are listening who are not saved and just want to say, I don't care. I know I have this hole in my heart and nothing else is filling it. Alcohol is not filling it. Drugs is not filling it. Sex is not feeling it. People are not feeling it. Staying at job is not feeling it. Shopping to feel that need is not feeling it. Lord, I know I've tried everything else. Just like the woman with the issue of blood for 12 years. She's spent everything. And she still had her issue. Then she touched Jesus and was healed immediately. Heavenly Father, that one who's ready to come to you and said, I've tried everything just like that woman and I'm ready. Lord, they're praying with us now, Lord, in Jesus' name. Lord, I believe that you are the Lord Jesus are the Son of God. And you came and died on the cross for my sins. I ask you to forgive me all of my sins. And Lord, you know what each one of them are and I confess them. And Lord, I ask you to send your Holy Spirit into my heart. Come live within my heart all the days of my life. Teach me, lead me, and guide me. Lead me to the right church and place I need to go. And help me to understand the Bible as I read it so I can every day grow spiritually strong. And Lord, teach me and help me to grow up as a Christian and just be there to show me 
and help me to feel your presence every day and to feel your love surrounding me and within me. And come and baptize me in your Holy Spirit. And we ask this in Jesus' mighty name. And if you prayed that prayer today, I want you to just go on our website, yournewlifeministries.org. You fill out the contact um, page with your information. It's on the bottom of the home page. And please give us your um, your address uh, and your email address as well, because we want to send you a free book that's going to help you on your new walk in Christ. Totally free. Uh, and, you know, you don't want to miss out on that. And here is Donnie to give you some rest of the updates okay some new updates is one our uh my wife's new book the train ride is fixing to be released we're just waiting on the final touches to come in so we're hoping to have this book to you by sometime in the middle part of november so look out for that and deep waters is coming close we're getting we're raising the funds we just need to get uh Across the finish line for that new series that my wife and I was talking about, Deep Waters Within, on an, is it going to be in a new series, either on PureFlix or UpTV or other streaming services. We just need some more help. So go visit the GoFundMe page, and no amount is too small. And you may have a chance to become an executive producer on the series, your name being the credits. And you can also receive the new the, that particular book free. For just a small donation, just check out the GoFundMe, Deep Waters GoFundMe. Uh, check that out too. And don't forget our newsletter. All you have to do is go to our contact us page, fill out the, for the newsletter, and you'll receive that newsletter every single solitary month. That way you can keep track of all the updates that we got coming from your new life ministries. Right, and also don't forget to like us on Facebook, like us on Instagram, and follow us on YouTube. All right, and I think that's about it. I can't think of anything else. So that, that's all new and exciting from your new life ministries. So don't forget, always remember, you know you got this. And you let God lead the way. Talk at you later, guys. Bye-bye.